Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, another episode of Running on Scuffs. And uh, Zach, I got to be honest with you, I'm not totally prepared for tonight. The intro set up for us. Uh, it's this all good, Justin. I'm I'm ready to go. That's what's important. I'm ready to go. That's that is what's important. You did really good hosting the show last week. In my absence, I was. Uh, Unfortunately, unable to attend last week, I was uh, umpiring some five and six year olds uh, coach pitch uh, baseball. So that was really fun. Uh huh. Sure it but, was. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm I'm here tonight. As you guys, uh, for those of you who are watching, I'm sure you guys can tell. Uh, there's a few people absent from tonight's show. Dan Foster. Uh, is on his way. Mike Daphner might or might be here, might not. Uh, Zach, I know uh, that you had a, an announcement uh, that I asked you to make last week in regards to uh, a particular driver uh, joining us on the show, Christian Rose. Uh, unfortunately, I was informed today that they were going to have to reschedule that. So uh, we look forward to having Christian on the show. Uh, but unfortunately, that will not be tonight. I, I was informed of that earlier today. So, uh, yeah, but we look forward to having Christian on the show, and uh, and we're looking forward to a good show tonight. Anyway, Tommy Williams uh, saying what's up? How you doing, Tommy? Uh, we miss uh, we miss having Zach Williams here. I'm, it's been a while since I've had to run this all by myself. It's it's, uh, it's, it's a little you, interesting. Gotta be humble, Justin. Zach's not here to humble you, so this is you getting back on the ground floor, and you can't well, just be the fancy host. Well, you're here to humble me. I mean, yes, but this is you doing the base work again. This is you doing the heavy lifting. I mean, you've been here to humble me longer than than anyone has. So, uh, I mean, at, That's at right. this point, you should be used to it. That's right. That's why I want to get scuffed up tonight. Uh, we're we're planning on it. We had a uh, we just got off of a uh, wonderful return to uh, North Wilkesboro. Some people might call it that. Uh, others might not. Zach, I know you're still uh, you're still hurting from. Uh, from the removal of Texas. You're damn uh, straight I am. Race. You're damn straight. And uh, I, I have to be honest, based on the, uh, I don't think, and and Daniel, uh, when he comes in here, he'll, I'm sure he'll have something to say about this, but. Because uh, he always does. <laughs> I don't think that what happened was necessarily the track's fault, but uh, I, I do think that the racing we saw wasn't the best we've ever had. Uh, and I think a lot of that goes to the short track, uh, the short track program. But nonetheless, uh, Zach, do you have any other opening comments uh, before we get started? I know you've got a, I know you've got a lot of opinions you're ready to share. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of things. First of all, uh, did you know that North Wilkesboro was, is the core NASCAR fan base? They all live in Wilkes County, North Carolina. Like, damn. Uh, I mean, Mike Joy could not have hammered it home more and more and more. I would have blacked out drunk and been hung over for the show if I kept if I'd had as many drinks as as they reminded us that they were at the core fan base. Like fools, the core fan base is everywhere. Come on, man. Listen, I understand that a measly thirty-five thousand people showed up. Let me tell you. If 35,000 people is your core fan base, then you've got a real problem. 
there's 35,000 people that show up to Texas Motor Speedway every race just because we don't only, just because we have more than 35,000 seats makes it look like there isn't that many, but I promise you there is. There's still traffic when I leave the racetrack. There's still plenty of lines to get concessions and merch and everything. So, I would like to point out that, you know, Mike Joy can kiss my ass for saying that. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I want to post Zach Williams. He might not be here on the show, but he is commenting, and uh, this one's directed at you, Zach. It says, only two things in Texas, and the All-Star race isn't one of them. Listen, I understand it's not there, but for, for everybody to act like this is some... Like, the nostalgia is what makes this race and this track good. It sure as hell wasn't the on-track product. Listen, this is... This is this was an, a mediocre race. This was no better than the Texas All-Star races. This was no better than the 2020 Bristol All-Star race. I mean, it's okay. It's okay to admit that it's bad racing. It's not the track's fault. It's not the driver's fault. You know, it's the, it's the package probably. It's the short track package, which was my concern heading into this All-Star race. If we remember, I had several concerns, one of which being how good is the product going to be? And the product was not great. Now it doesn't now it doesn't mean that we should turn our backs on North Wilkesboro and never come back again, right? But it means that um, NASCAR needs to look at themselves in the mirror and ask themselves why can't we sit here and make it a track like North like make it a track like North Wilkesboro work? Why can't Martinsville work? You know, I just think that um, I think that's a valid thing, and I also think that uh, you know I was listening to Denny Hamlin's podcast and he was talking about Arabia. Or maybe it was the teardown. I listened to both of them today. But they were talking about that, you know, the trucker race was a totally different race than the cup race. And it often comes down to who's in the race, right? Who's in the cars or who's in the vehicles, whatever. And simply put, this race flat out, you know, the all-star race proved exactly what it's named. The all-star race, right? The best of the best. They're not going to make silly mistakes. They're not going to They're not gonna do a bunch of stupid crap on the racetrack, you know, and have 11 cautions like the truck series did. Doesn't make it any different, but um, it's not like we. It's not like it was a. It's not like it was a horrible night of racing. I mean, Michael McDowell was a show. Uh, yeah, Michael McDowell certainly was a show. Uh, Ryan, uh, he's commenting. He said, "Hey guys, how's this, how's it going?" And he also commented, "said that race sucked. Uh, the short track package is awful and needs fixed asap." Is this follow the leader? Yeah, the the racing I didn't think was that good at North Wilkesboro, and I don't think it's the track's fault. Uh, I think it's the package's fault, and uh, it's now that he's finally here, I'm going to bring in somebody who uh, he and I had this conversation last night uh, in a in a group chat that we're both a part of. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in our resident Florida man, who's going to be the only Florida man tonight without Zach Williams, Mr. Dan Foster. Speaking of packages. No, it's hard to get in here late, guys. Uh, my my computer said i didn't have a camera hooked up and it's really like built into the computer but no um the racing at north wilkes I, I think this is definitely a um a show of the package itself it has nothing to do with the track i think the, the track itself uh the drivers enjoyed racing on it from what i uh kind of got from the interviews that i saw uh they were excited to race there after the race they you know they seemed to like the sliding around on the on the old tires um, but this is definitely a testament to the package itself, especially on the short tracks. This car was never built for short tracks, unfortunately. This package is terrible for short tracks, unfortunately. Um, and I think that that was just overall 
the quality of racing you get whenever you have a package that you know limits the horsepower as low as it is yeah i this i think the i don't think north wilkesboro is the problem uh dan you and i talked about this uh i am i'm in the camp of i just want to bring it back to charlotte anyway um you know just just for the fact of i i like the i like having the all-star race at charlotte but um I'm perfectly fine. I think North Wilkesboro is a perfect track, if not for maybe not for cup racing just yet, maybe in a couple of years or so if they get the, the package fixed. Um, but I think you could easily, I mean, we had a great points race uh, for the truck series uh, there. And I think, you know, they could bring the Xfinity series and have the same amount of, you know, the same amount of, uh, Great racing, Zach. You've said multiple times that the Xfinity series is the best series as far as racing goes. Oh, hell yeah, it is. It'll be uh, been a hell of a show. If you put those cup guys in Xfinity cars, holy, we are in for one special night. This is we were talking about the package, and then there is the pack. That's the, that's the most annoying part about it is that NASCAR has a perfectly good package ready to go in the Xfinity series. And they don't do it. They don't do it. They don't do it. Just like, come on, guys. Like, get your heads out of your asses. Like, take the L. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong if you're willing to be. If you're willing to get better from it. Yeah, I uh, want to address a few of the comments. Uh, Zach Williams said it was extremely hard to pass Chase Road in six all day. Zach, I'm I'm sure that's probably the only car you watched uh, <laughs> while you were. Well, he likes Larson too. Driving. Yeah, but Larson was so far away you couldn't even he probably couldn't even see him. So, uh, Mama Seeger, she said the race was a boring race. NASCAR definitely needs to address the problem with their short track package. I think that's the general consensus, right? Like it's not necessarily the track's fault. Um, and I'm not saying we abandoned North Wilkesboro, you know, as a whole, but you know, especially with all the work that they that they did to put in the effort to to get there. But, but um, I mean, if they want to come back to Texas, they can. Like, it's an open invitation for please me. Please, no. Dan, you're not going to convince me that race um, was, any, was any better or worse than anything Texas had to offer the last two years. You know, I, the last two the last two All-Star races, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Zach. The last two All-Star races have had a major problem for me. And neither of them were the track's fault. Because yeah. last last year at Texas, it was the fact that NASCAR refused to let Ryan Blaney fix the window net. And <laughs> and this year, it was the short track package. Yeah, sounds a whole lot like we shouldn't be blaming Texas Motor Speedway for the problems. But we can't say well, that the All-Star race was the only bad race at Texas. I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's, it that's wasn't a bad race, though. Uh, well... Yeah. <laughs> that's a matter of opinion yeah I, perhaps you know i always tell nascar you know anybody who is potentially interested in nascar that if you really want to get the true experience you need to go to a race in person and maybe that's what we're missing zach maybe it's because we have not seen texas in person like you have but I'm I, I just, telling you, it's, I, it's it's really not like I get people's concerns. It's just everybody acts like it's you know Satan's gift to NASCAR. 
It is not. It is not. I thought that was Teresa Earnhardt. Oh, that we don't mention that name. <laughs> uh, if the show ends abruptly, we know why. <laughs> but anyways, no, like it's not like it's not that bad. Like I understand, but I, I feel like Texas Motor Speedway just highlights a lot of the problems that NASCAR already has. You know, the the, the intermediate package is a bit rough at times. But I think the overarching issue that I've noticed with the next gen car is it's one it's a single group tracks. Ah, uh, don't say that, Ryan. I, I love <laughs> Pocono. It's on NASCAR. On NASCAR Heat Five, I love Pocono. But, oh, anyways, uh, Ryan, I, I wanted to go back to your previous uh, comment about the Martinsville race wasn't good and it hasn't been since the this package uh same thing with richmond richmond hasn't been good i mean richmond has been eh even before this package but i mean martinsville for sure i mean uh zach you you said it best uh, at the end of last year if it wasn't for the hell melon move you know the the fall martinsville race really wasn't anything to write home about but once again ross chastain being the star of the show <laughs> thanks ross <laughs> our friend uh logan morris said the race was a brutal watch until the uh the short track package improves there's no need to go back to north wilkesboro i disagree on that uh simply for the fact that they put in a lot of work to get it back to where it is um you know maybe and and that's why i think maybe on a cup level maybe we hold off uh you know but, I mean, I think Xfinity and Trucks, I think, could absolutely put on a show at North Wilkesboro, you know, even if that was the only the only dates they got. But, you know, I don't think that would be a, a bad idea. Uh, Zach Williams says, hashtag thanks, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, for anything. Uh, nonetheless, uh, like I said, the, uh, the All-Star race was not the only race we had. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Josh Berry uh, was able to win the All Star Open. He qualified uh, for the uh, for the All Star race uh, on on speed uh, or throughout the Open, as well as Ty Gibbs. Uh, Ty Gibbs did not get it without some controversy, though. Uh, Zach, you mentioned it there with Michael McDowell. Um, so, what what was your thought, Zach? You're a, you're a Toyota guy, so I, I'm you know I'm not sure if I'm getting a a completely unbiased opinion here, but uh, what what happened there with Ty Gibbs and Michael McDowell? This is the Holy War, boys. This is, uh, you know, Jesus himself versus the man who wants to spread the word of Jesus. Um, so, I mean, honestly, though, listen, I, I think that Ty Gibbs is racing over his head a little bit, but, I mean, that's that's usual Ty Gibbs, right? I, I, um, nah, I am thankful, though, that I feel like, you know, that at the end of the day, like McDowell's actions didn't really alter the race that much, you know, right? Like the top two cars definitely made it to the all-star race, which is the intention of the event. Right. So I'm not, I, I feel like it's uh like, I'm not like too salty about it. Like, I mean, I don't think there's, I mean, if he really wanted to be like totally like, you know, a wall about it, he would have cleaned out Ty Gibbs like he did Bubba at the Bristol all-star race. Yeah, that's fair. Ryan says they should have added all of their stages and gimmicks to the All-Star race. You know, maybe they should have done what uh, they should have taken a page from Tony Stewart uh, back at Talladega and, like, 
you know, for all the gimmicks, like, you know, turn it into a figure eight and then, and then at the halfway point, like half the cards can go forwards and the other half can go backwards. Like that'd be an inner. I I think Larson showed that even if they did invert the field halfway through at that, you know, the, at the uh, 100 lap break, I think uh, he probably still would have drove through the field like he did in the first half of it and kind of run away with it. But um, if you give him 15 lap fresher tires, uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think the 15 lap fresher tires, even 60, 70 laps in, I don't think they were that much of an advantage in my opinion. I know me and you disagree on that, Justin. We we talked about it some yesterday as well. But um, no, I, I, I think that team had it had it set up from the from the from the word go and just. Dan, they, they did not that. have it set up from the word go. <laughs> did you watch were, the first 15 laps? They were awful in practice. They were piss poor in qualifying. They weren't spectacular in the heat. And then they were dead last at the start of the all-star race. Dan, they did not have it all together. No, I'm saying from the, I'm saying from the caution. Like from once that once uh, the yeah, caution came, they the got the tires. They were good to go. I, I mean, he he still dominated the last half of the race, even though all the t- all the teams came in and got fresh tires. No one could really handle him then. I mean, I, I feel like overall, I mean, that was pretty much a a, a Kyle Larson clinic. I Doesn't think it feel it, good when the best driver and the best car wins a race, though. I would just like to point that out. I think the best driver and the best car did win. Yeah. When when the best car and the best driver is the nineteen, I love it. But <laughs> don't think I didn't notice you were wearing a Coke six hundred shirt, Justin. I know exactly what Coke six hundred <laughs> you're probably talking about. No, this was actually his 600th start. It wasn't actually. Oh, my bad. Although I would love that. I would, you know, that would be, you know, it. I I should have thought of that considering. If somebody would like to custom make Justin a uh, 600 miles of dominance t-shirt over Martin Tricks Jr., they would be greatly appreciated. You can send it to me, and I'll ship it to him. That way Justin's private address is not linked, not linked up to the crazies. You know, I'm the one that throws himself at the crazies. I'll give it to Ryan. I trust Ryan. Oh, we trust Ryan with everything. Ryan's our security management. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's a um, true Joy Lagana spirit here to knock everything out the way. If Logan, Logan, uh, and or Peyton, if they're still watching, uh, they probably already have it. So, I mean, I guess if you pay them enough, we money, know Peyton has it because she has I, everybody's. I mean, I mean, uh, if, I mean, if you guys pay them enough, I'm sure they'll probably, you know, they'll probably leak it. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think either one would be too expensive either. So you know, probably get a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we we've had a a fun All Star weekend. That was kind of the All Star race itself. Uh, of course, we did have a truck points race uh, that was there. That was, guess what? Also won by Kyle Larson. Um, did. I just want to preface this by saying before this weekend, Kyle Larson had never even seen North Wilkesboro. And now he's in two different styles of cars and in two different styles of races. He's now won there twice. Well, in his, in, in the defense of the rest of the field, most of them had never seen North Wilkesboro either. So it's not like he had a significant advantage over really any of them. That's fair. Except for like maybe Matt Crafton, maybe Matt Crafton ran the last truck race at uh, North Wilkesboro, uh, or Johnny Sod. I'm kidding. Yeah. That yeah, was just I'm, a joke I'm, about I'm, Matt Crafton being old. This is not me trying to be right. This no, just... I know, but I'm I'm gonna go back and look it up. Continue. We don't <laughs> have I know Chase tonight, so you're, I know you're Chase not Elliott. trying. You're not trying to be right, but Dan's gonna see if you are. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we gotta, I know. Uh, we gotta have I know. Facts. I know. Chase Elliott was, of course, you know, racing there. He raced there when they had that short revival. He won there as a teenager. I don't know. Uh, maybe Kevin Harvick ran a bush race there. I, I believe it was in the in the pre-race. I believe it was uh, Harrison Burton who said he was quote negative four years old yes. the last time. <laughs> I was negative two years old. I wasn't even uh, a little swimming thing in my dad yet. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> so um, I would just like to, you know, that's how far away I was, but that's okay. But, yeah, yeah. Now we had I, a. I, overall, I think the uh, the race, the truck race was really good, and I think the cup racing can be better with a better short track package. That seems to be the Achilles heel uh, for the. That seems to be the Achilles heel for the next gen car. Uh, it seems to be the you know the intermediate style racing has gotten a lot better. Uh, Super speedways is is pretty good. Um, road courses is, is good, and then I think the road courses have gotten a lot better without stage cautions. Um, and then of course you have the short tracks, which seem to be kind of lagging behind. Well, so, let me ask you this: like, if this race like, didn't have the stage in it, you know. And just ran completely natural all the way through. Like, do you think that, like, tire strategy? I mean, it would have lied for tires. Tire strategy, no. I mean, we were one caution away there with, like, I don't know, 15, 20 to go from having probably different tire strategy playing out and having something interesting happen at the finish, you know? I mean, we saw, we saw it in the truck race on, on Saturday. Bubba Wallace stays out and, you know, he fends off pretty admirably Kyle Larson in a much what was a much better truck all day long and had fresh tires. And then of course in the end, Bubba faced like fourth or fifth, but like, I'm just saying, I mean, I just feel like, you know, there were, there was, you know, we're one caution away there from having a, a, a different feeling about this race. You know, maybe the overall, the overall feeling is probably the same, but we don't, I feel like so much of the race is made by the finish, you know, that so often like the finish will overshadow, like, the rest of the product, like the hell melon move, right? Like that overshadows the rest of the race so much. Like if we had one, one late caution, you're talking about a totally different, like totally different atmosphere, a totally different response to the race. You know, I mean, do you think if we had to move, obviously not like, you know, the, the hell melon, because obviously that's, you know, no longer allowed, but like a, a move that was crazy like that. Do you think that the general consensus of the race would be better Yes. Yes, I do. I can see that. I, I really, especially like, especially like if the right driver does it, like Ross is, Ross is kind of like right along the lines, of like the right sort of got to do something like that, you know? Uh, I mean, call it like it is. Like if Chase Elliott, you know, where was he at? Zach, you know, Zach was talking about Chase Elliott six online. Like, let's just say, you know, we get a, a restart here, right? And uh, Chase Elliott puts himself third on the bottom and then Kamikaze's it in turn one, you know, and like, runs the apron or he hits that inside wall that Graxon hit in the open, you know, but instead of wrecking, he like boom bounces off of it and, you know, shoots up Larson and whoever else, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, I think that if the right guy does it now, if Denny Hamlin or, you know, like Joey Logano come in and make that move, like it's probably a different sentiment, but you know, I yeah. was kind of hoping that, uh, I, I was actually kind of hoping that Eric Almarola in the open was going to get just close enough 
uh, to Ty Gibbs to just try to throw it in there and see if he could get that spot, just to add a little bit of uh, drama to the to the open. Yeah. But, uh, our good friend Tom Willoughby, he's tuning in. Uh, how are you doing tonight, our our good friend, Mister Tom Willoughby, the setup man? Uh, if you haven't checked out his uh, setups for Heat Five, be sure to do so because um, I'm going to have to start using them in our league, Zach. Uh, and Dan. Well, I don't I don't have to use his setups, Dan. I really would like to give you guys more of a shot. Honestly, yeah, you you dominate our league. Uh, Zach Zach was in our league for a bit. He he knows. Um, Zach would be but, Zach would be better. He he'd give me a little bit more of a. But I do have to say, I feel like I, I run a strong like you know second, third, fourth. There's kind of a couple of us right there that compete in our league behind you. Granted, you're a couple laps ahead of us. Although I really feel like I could have won Talladega the other night. That's just me. Yeah, you, you you had a good one there. That was that was pure circumstance, but um, nonetheless, we've uh, we've gone through our race review segment. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> Tom says thanks for the promo. Absolutely, yeah, we we love uh, we love having all of our all of our fans uh, here. Uh, Dan, you're kind of a uh, you know talking about Tom and and. You know, I know you and him both really enjoy fantasy, like we all do. It, was it kind of weird that we didn't have the NASCAR live fantasy this week? Like, yeah, like I went um, in there just to like make sure there was nothing I was missing this week because I I have failed to yeah. my my roster a few times this season already, and I was like I was kind of bummed. Like at least do like like an exhibition event, like you know whoever gets the most point this weekend, you know. But no, like it was there was nothing. I was I was a little bummed out. Um, I was thankful that the other fantasy league that we all participate in that, you know, that we were able to, um, to do picks in that one. And, uh, I was, I was actually in the top five of that one. I picked the winner of both, both the open and the all-star race and still ended up like fifth place in our fantasy league. So I don't know how that worked, but no, I mean, it, it was something that I was kind of bummed out about. And obviously, you know, I, I like participating with the fans and, you know, we, I think we have like 13 or 14 people sign up in a little league on NASCAR. But uh, that I was I was a little little bummed out. I know uh, Zach Williams. He he's he's big into that. Um, but yeah, and and like he just mentioned, the free scanners uh, able to listen to the uh, the radio of all the drivers. Um, I mean, lo- there was not a lot of conversation on Larson's radio. I listened to him for or listened to his channel for probably a good ten minutes, and I think I heard five words the entire time. But <laughs> uh, the rest of them, I know um, I listened to Josh Berry for a bit. Uh, I'm a big Chevy guy, so I kind of just went through the different Chevy cars and listened. Um, but that was a cool thing that they did, and I would love for them to do that, even if it's like, you know, not every race or every driver, but, you know, have like four or five channels that you can listen to every every weekend. Well, they do yeah. that stream on YouTube, you know, like the in-camera stream on YouTube. But, uh, um, I actually pay for it, so I, I listen to Denny Hamlin pretty much every weekend, of course. I know. Shocker. <laughs> uh, I, I, usually, I usually watch his onboard and listen – Listen every weekend. I mean, his radio had a little more chatter. Well, I know on the app you can watch. I think there's like four in-car cameras that you can watch. It's every um, so it's every cup Xfinity car. Every truck. cup car has in in-car camera. Yeah. It's four Xfinity cars every week. It's different ones, and there are no truck in-car cameras. So truck is only spotter audio, okay, and MRN broadcast. But it's every truck. It's every Xfinity car. Four Xfinity cars for the for the thing. And uh, and then every cup car. I'm usually busy during the truck races on Friday nights, so 
don't get a listen. I put my social in. life aside for the truck series. You mean to tell me it's truck series night in America? I get myself a fat, a stiff drink and a fat bowl of ice cream. You had, and, to, you uh, had to think about that one, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and if I'm really feeling it, like a fat bag of potato chips and just sit there and go all full truck series. I mean, what I mean, I just to me, like. Yeah, the truck series is it. The truck series is, is the way I want to spend my Friday nights. It's, just, it's the same thing if I went out to a bar and just got totally wasted. It's the same the same experience. A lot of WTF moments. Well, you know, that's that's fair, I, I suppose. Um, Zach Williams, you and I both know I'm not out being a party animal on Friday nights. I, you have animals, so you are a party animal. I, I That's right. I party <laughs> in the backyard with the chickens and the goats. We'll have a bonfire. That's about all I do. I don't, I don't do much drinking. I don't do much partying. Yeah, Tom, that, that's about right. You couldn't hear Larson because he was out of the radio range. He was, uh, but um, speaking of the scanners, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't if I didn't mention this. Uh, NAS, the one piece, big piece of news that uh, we had to talk about coming out of the All-Star race, NASCAR is uh, uh, investigating uh, a situation with Bubba Wallace uh, and and potentially a you know a hacked. Uh, scanner audio. Um, no more about that has come out. Uh, according to 2311 Racing, Bubba didn't even hear it at the time. So, you know, we'll see what NASCAR says about that. Uh, there was an incident where Bubba Wallace was uh, in the post-race interview, was like kind of, you know, given given the uh, a, a particular digit uh, to the camera, uh, and NASCAR did say they're not going to penalize him or fine him or anything for that. That it, they determined that it was not malicious. Um, but uh, without being further ado, let, let's go ahead and add someone into our conversation who I'm most certain is very malicious, uh, Mr. Uh, Mike Daphner. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Just finally got home, ready to talk some racing with you boys. I see, Zach, I don't usually have time to watch the truck race but during the cup race i get a fat drink and a stiff bowl of ice cream <laughs> hey i i like the i like the stiff bowl of ice cream man i could work with that hurts my teeth just thinking about it i mean i get it i get it i'm just listen man the truck series tom will be said it best there's nothing better than hang out with me and listen i think we should offer this for the viewers only i you can spend 4.99 to get on one friday night facetime me you and the NASCAR truck series one hot night. <laughs> Hashtag scuffs after dark. <laughs> uh, I Mama Seeger, if you're watching right now, I, I want please you to, tell me you are. I, I want you to. She's gonna I sign up for to, that. Uh, coat no. I, yes, you should get her that for Christmas. I'm, my mind is still on the my mind's still on the the ice cream. I, I want her to. Dan, uh, you got to get Nathan that for Christmas. That'll be fun. <laughs> Zach, you got we gotta ask we gotta ask Mike like does he like his pit roads long and narrow or does he prefer them short and wide? Now, Tom, you know that we wouldn't have have the great sport of NASCAR if it wasn't for the <laughs> illegal moonshiners running. So, you know, we don't we don't care about illegal. Maybe I had moonshine this weekend in honor of Northwest World. The world may never know. Yeah, yeah. You know, we gotta we we celebrate uh, the illegal 
Uh, you do not celebrate anything illegal. How is it that we do not have a track I, in West Virginia? I just thought of that. If there's anywhere that needs a there's track, so many around it. I mean, anybody in West Virginia is probably closer to a NASCAR track than I am. No, that that might be true. There's a, there's a few yeah. in Virginia. <laughs> I mean, if you're There's up in the pan- in Pocono, and, and yeah, if you're up in the Panhandle, Bristol. you're near Pocono. If you're in the lower left, you're near Bristol, and if you're in the lower right, you're near Richmond and Charlotte. Yeah, Bristol's like uh, right Dover as well. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I Watkins think uh, Watkins. That's I don't think they're far, that but... far from Kansas. Kentucky. Yeah, they're I mean, far they're, from Kansas. Four went out for Kentucky. Kansas. We don't bring up Kentucky, I'm, Dan. I'm, no, it's the next one to come back, everybody. No. Send your, set your sides. No. Rockingham. Rockingham. No. We've already revitalized him. Rockingham. Hey, we've got to give it space. We've got to give one more North Carolina track. We've got to revitalize the great Kentucky Speedway. We've got to revitalize Chicagoland. We've got to bring them all back. Everybody's favorite, the mile and a half. Look, just bring back the truck race at Eldora. That's all I want. That's sure like an that. hour drive from me. Just bring it back. I will go every year. Even if I'm the only fan there, I'll go every year. You know, it's probably the reason why Tom they stopped up, having it. Tom just brought up an amazing point. He said the problem is there's no population in West Virginia to attract uh, not enough of a fan base to attract NASCAR. You know what? I Let's show these lower fan bases some love. Let's get a track out in Wyoming. What the hell? Why would we do that? North Dakota. North no, Dakota. No, no, no. Justin, <laughs> they can just run on a purpose-built horse track. You guys are missing. That you solves your dirt racing a, problem. You can just that, there. You, you, you go. Guys, you guys are missing a golden opportunity here. Let's have a night race in Big Sky Country in Montana. That'd be perfect. Hey, no. Denver used to have an NASCAR team. Yes, they did. They also had a racetrack in Colorado too. Pike yeah. Peak. Yeah, Pike Peak. I mean, Bring that one back. That'd yeah, be I, fun. I, I that mean, would be fun. That's what the Arca series is for, the smaller markets. That's what what used to be K and N East and West for the smaller oh, markets. Oh, don't That's, don't pop our. Let's at least get a truck race out there. Like, I, Milwaukee's getting a truck race in IRP, so we're halfway there. I mean, some of the smaller markets, you know, obviously, but like like Wilkes like County, North said, Carolina, West Virginia. There's there's not the 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 big enough market for just, a top three series. But yeah, absolutely. Get Arca there. Get you know, get the what used to be Kane and Pro Series East and West. Get them out there. I'm for that. I but just thought of a it's okay. You don't get you don't get Kyle Larson, but you do get Frankie Muniz. Hey, hey, hey he's lighting it up in it. And listen, I just thought of a Larson in the lead, Malcolm in the middle, Herbst in the back. A golden opportunity for NASCAR. A truck race in Sturgis, South Dakota, during the bike rally. Ooh, I mean, I feel like you would get some fans. There you've already, sure. you've right, already Tom. got a bunch of people in town for the bike race or for the bike rally. Let's just get a let's get a truck race going while we're there. <laughs> Tom says Colorado and open it up to the hemp sponsors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, four twenty, baby. The Pikes Peak four twenty, everybody. Kush, Kush On April twentieth, three G sponsor. Three G is the race sponsor. The three G four twenty. At Pikes Peak. Oh man, it. Fox uh-huh. would have such a nightmare with that, wouldn't they? Uh, that that's more of an NBC race than a Fox race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, NBC won't even like show his 
three chi logo when they go like the Superman Kyle Kyle Bush the graphic. Only pro- the only problem with it being an NBC race is that uh, Chase Elliott would have to run like a hemp sponsor because otherwise, hemp sponsors would never get mentioned because that's all they talk about. I'm sure we can find them one. Tom, I saw your comment. It does. It doesn't have to be a paved track. We're going to Bristol dirt. Or, or actually, I mean, the trucks are going to Knoxville too. So, I mean, if y'all got a good dirt, the track, trucks are not going back to Knoxville this year. They didn't go back to Knoxville this year. I no, have. I don't think they did. Nope. We got Milwaukee. Oh, that's right. They switched it from Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheech and Sean can drive. The- Tom, this is so great. Yes, and Snoop Dogg can wave the green flag. <laughs> <laughs> pre the pre-race concert we'll Snoop have something green in his hand i don't know if it'll be the flag but yeah, no, yeah. just just uh, bag he's just gonna wave a bag oh <laughs> uh, everybody gets their own little dispensary but you know but, and the race and, and has you know, to be on 420 and the race you know what else? 420. no matter the Easter day, special the day of the month and, it's gotta and, be 420. and willie nelson's gonna give the command yeah. No, well, no, he's gonna sing the national. Oddly anthem. enough, Zach Williams just said Willie Nelson. Nelson's the national Nelson's anthem. It, it, it's gonna be off, off, off tune, but it'll be okay. Willie Nelson will be the national anthem. <laughs> Tom says, "Think about the possibilities for the trophy for that race." <laughs> the trophy just, just the big is leaf. A, is, no, the trophy, big the trophy leaf. just is a QP. <laughs> like the trophy just is a big bag of weed. <laughs> It's a golden bag of weed. Oh my goodness! This is. I mean, I think it. It the <laughs> the race um, length a bong for the for the four twenty winner. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. and it should be a four hundred and twenty mile race. Absolutely, uh, yeah. and it's a and yeah, it's that's... a golden bong. <laughs> oh my gosh! Maybe a four hundred and twenty kilometer race or something, just to like get it extra well, yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are right, Tom. I believe in some of our states that uh, what we're talking about is actually really <laughs> Tom's comment. Um, don't worry about mine. Screen. Hey, listen, Tom. I've said it on the show. I'll say it again. Jeremy Mayfield was targeted by NASCAR. There's no doubt about it. Agreed. This is my biggest. This is my. This mm-hmm. is one of my biggest NASCAR conspiracy theories. Is it is NASCAR? NASCAR got mad at Jeremy Mayfield because he exposed Ray Everham's affair. You know, and look, maybe you should have, maybe you shouldn't have, you know, business decision, right? But NASCAR ran him off because of that. I stand with Jeremy. 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 Sorry. My sister's you know, favorite Elliot driver Sadler, was, Elliot Sadler was Jeremy Mayfield. After Jeremy Mayfield, so I can't, you know. Yeah, he's lucky. He's lucky okay. that he he's yeah. lucky because he was on his halfway out of his way back down to the Bush Series earlier than it was supposed to happen. Maybe he would have won, won a championship down there in, in the extra years. That yes, because he, he would have beaten the likes of Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, and Carl Edwards, of course. Well, yeah, of course. He had to deal with them anyway. Through What I'm saying is he couldn't beat them in the Cup Series, so why would you think he could beat them in the Xfinity Series? Well, I mean, I can hope. I mean... People didn't think people didn't think Truex would be able to, and he did eventually. So, I'm just sitting here picturing Snoop Dogg giving the command to start engines. Man, stop them motherfuckers up! <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is what happens when we don't have the script. By the way, yeah. This is what, we should, anyways, we should move on with something. On yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into uh, to our race weekend preview. 
uh, because uh, we didn't have anything planned for uh, for a debate segment or uh, even the. Uh, There's plenty of debate segments. There's plenty to it, debate. Listen, let me debate with the audience for a minute, okay? Folks, I have we thought I, about? I don't feel like. There's so many. That. There's so many questions still about North Wilkesboro. Like, do we come back next year? Does it need to be paved, repaved? Is it a points-paying race? Is it, if it's a points-paying race, then do we repave it? At what point is this a fad? Is this legit? There's so many questions, Justin. There's so many questions. I just have one. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of people aren't, aren't happy with the fact that Larson ran away with it. So. If we stick with 200 mile or 200 laps, break it down into you know four or five segments, they come in and they have required amount of pit pit change for tires, you know two tires on this stop, four tires on this stop, whatever it may be. Would it be more enjoyable? Even though the Jeff Gluck Jeff Gluck's poll, whenever I saw it today, was literally 50-50 on whether it was a good race or not. Yeah, and I voted no because it wasn't I a good Jeff. race. I, I, I voted. Jeff. No, I voted no. <laughs> I it wasn't a good race, and if they added more, <laughs> they added more stuff to it, then it would just feel fake, just feel synthetic. But well, yet, every All Star race before now has had gimmicks, pretty much. Well, you, we yeah. Well, this year's All Star race gimmick is that it's at North Wilkes Pro. That is the gimmick, Dan. Well, the gimmick. That is myself. I don't want gimmicks. <laughs> I don't want gimmicks. That's that the gimmick. Thank you, Mama Seeger. So many questions and no answers. I have the answers. Oh, I have no. the answers. I <laughs> think that they that. should be back. Get- I think it should be a points paying race, and I think that they should repave it. Gimmicks. I didn't even like the caution halfway through. Just run, run a race, start to finish. That can be your gimmick, NASCAR. My, Just my run answer, a race, start to finish. My answer would be uh, bring the All Star race back to Charlotte. Give North Wilkesboro an Xfinity and a truck points race, and we can call it even. That is that is also conveniently what Denny Hamlin said, Zach. But I, I agreed with him before he said it. Okay, I do think I do think that long term, like if you're going to be at North Wilkesboro, I do think that ultimately, like this had to feel the dreams vibe. It didn't have the All Star vibe in the same sense. All Stars glitz and glam. It's not backwoods and boho roads, you know. <laughs> so like, it's not moonshining. I mean. I get it. That's that's the history of the sport, but like, let's just, just reevaluate this. Like, let's think about can this well, be that, like an extra throwback weekend? But this should be, they should they should really consider like a full on, you know, four hundred mile race here at North Wilkesboro, calling it like it is, you know, and doing it like that rather than I mean, this is not, I don't know. Like I said, like I said before, like this is not this is not like an all star caliber city. Come on, man, this is not an all star market. Well, that, that, that's kind of part of the conversation me and uh, Justin had yesterday. Like the the clash is is you know basically, for lack of better terms, for our new fans and our and the new fans they want to gain by going to Hollywood, L.A. and you know having it out there. And so I think with the other exhibition race, you know whatever, it should be something that kind of goes back to our roots and says, hey, you know what, this is where we want, this is where we're going in the future with with L.A. and, and the Coliseum. But let's also, hey, let's look back on the past and you know, and kind of, you know, look back on the history and say, hey, you know, this is where we came from, you know, this this is our roots, this is our history. This I stand by Justin's are. argument of Charlotte. Then I would raise Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte has all of that for it, going for it, and it's in a bigger city. I just think that you know, I mean, 
I really think that like that this. I really think that if they're gonna do it right, then it needs to be points race. Dan, I, I just, just think... like to personally thank you for uh, giving Zach a reason to agree with me, uh, because <laughs> that was just well. I mean, I, I saw you kind of smile a little bit when he said that. <laughs> I mean, it, here's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I, I we we discussed it last week, but like, there are certain markets suitable for the all star race, you know. And I mean, I know, I know, Daft's a proponent of rotating it, which is fine. But if I think that I think that you know we need to, you know, separate, you know, the flashy events and the stuff that appeals to the core audience. These things um, don't have to cross over necessarily. You know, they can be a bit separate. And um, I mean, here's the thing. You know, I mean, the average maybe the casual NASCAR fan won't tune in for like a one o'clock, four hundred miler at North Wilkesboro. You know, and that's fine. We will, right? You know, but maybe they tune into, you know, a Saturday night showdown at the bull running in Las Vegas or something. I don't know. I think that there's options for the All Star race as as ways you could do it. You could do all sorts of different things. You could have them uh, do drag races in the Cup cars at the drag strip at Charlotte. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think my my reasoning was this is what I kind of talked to just about yesterday i don't think any track should have three races i mean that that's just that's just my thoughts <laughs> well has, no I mean, would have with the way it has to charlotte would have three the, if you put the with, all-star back at charlotte charlotte yeah, would have three yeah but, but it's not a different configuration for the robot yeah, yeah. The, the it's the same track though no it is no, no. Dan, it's a different track no. but i'm saying as far as as far as like the the fan base like you're still going to the same fan base and the same track as, as far as going to the actual like selling tickets, that's still the same track selling Dan, tickets. Dan, we'll 80 miles down the road. The Roval and, and, and not only that, but Charlotte's literally the home of NASCAR. Who cares how many races it has? But I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think one that, track that was also part of my argument. <laughs> it was, it was, but uh, I, I just thought of something funny as a wrinkle. Have, have a Chicago street race. Or a street race somewhere as the all star, but have cops posted at random intervals, and if they catch a driver speeding, they pull them over. Well, they do that for pit road. They just don't do it on the track. Yeah, but that'd be that'd be funny. A car a car rounds the corner, gets a little too fast on one of the straightaways, and the cop oh, pulls them over. That's where we get called out for. But if we're gonna do something grade. like if we're gonna do something like that, Mike, let's just take him into the Tennessee foothills and <laughs> let him really <laughs> run for the cops. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, because I'm my my thought is on that it would bring back the old moonshiner like. Moonshiner type days. You're running from the cops now. I I completely agree with you, Tom. I I do miss the Indy Oval as well. And I think with the new intermediate package, I think we would actually get some good racing at at Indy Oval. Um, I remember that one year Denny Hamlin was leading with like eight to go and blew a tire. Yeah. I I really think (laughs) I I want to go back to, I want to go back to Tom's uh, previous comment. He had a a gimmick said, here's your gimmick for the next all-star race. Uh, throw out most of the rules, specifically the ones meant to keep things competitive, but keep the safety rules. Uh, let's see, uh, let them cheat and see who's the best cheater. Uh, I thought we'd already established that that was Hendrick. Yeah, I thought it was Toyota. <laughs> it is Hendrick. <laughs> it's definitely it Hendrick. <laughs> I thought it was Toyota. That's just me. Toyota's them old. cheating Toyoters. <laughs> Some Not with the way NASCAR's. 
dulling out the penalties this year. It's yeah, okay. But, I mean, it's okay. But here, here, here's here's how I look at it. Everybody wants to say Hendricks is the biggest cheater, okay? But they're still winning races, even though NASCAR is cracking down on them. So I mean, like, are they though? Yes. Yeah. The obviously, I don't know wearing a Hendrick hat. Obviously, but I it's only if, it's if this hat. is your I'm argument, really Hendrick fan. <laughs> if that's your argument. That's fine. But even then, the, everybody else is not cheating. Then, if Hendrick's not cheating, then why? Then nobody's cheating. How could Hendrick, Toyota be cheating? If Toyota was cheating and Hendrick wasn't cheating, then the Toyotas would be dominating. Dan, they're not dominating. <laughs> If they're not, if, uh, if if everyone but Hendrick was cheating, then they're pretty bad at it. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom's I'm, got a I point. choose to it's believe cheating if you get caught. <laughs> I choose to believe they all cheat a little bit. You know, I mean, this is, I mean, it's not a marriage, so it's okay to cheat here. Well, didn't didn't Ray Everham <laughs> say that they pretty much won the last race at Wilkesboro with a cheated up car? Yes, <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure most of. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. we can circle many moments. In no, your he said it was career. legal for three weeks. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. If you want to get technical, Petty's only got 199 wins, but NASCAR just decided, hey, you know what? You can cheat. It was, well, it was hey, legal NASCAR cheated Dale Waltrip out of a race, admitted it, and still didn't give him credit for it. That's all well, I'm yeah. saying. Uh, uh, I'm not NASCAR. saying NASCAR is the perfect person. <laughs> NASCAR is not, you know, infallible here, but I'm just saying. I mean, I think I think it's a lot easier to live in the world where they all cheat, and NASCAR calls the egregious cheating, and that's it. Or, you know, whatever. I mean, here's the thing: what Dale Jr.'s quote is always the same: "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." And so I choose to believe they all cheat. I just think that either you can either have one conspiracy theory or the other: they all cheat, and NASCAR just comes in on the stuff that's important enough for them to stop. Or NASCAR's in bed with Hendrick a little bit more than everybody else. And that's okay. Because when the cheaters get taken down and you know and the good guys rise up, it feels good. Well. Well, I think most of the NASCAR fan base does not view Toyota as the good guys, but no, well, they don't. you know, listen. <laughs> yeah, I you know they I don't. A, you and I are in a in a solo vote there. Uh, you wouldn't even be in the Toyota vote if it wasn't for Truex. So <laughs> you're absolutely, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. right, Tom. You're absolutely right, Tom. <laughs> Check announce is is a genius. That's all I'm saying. I was never a Jimmy Johnson fan, but dadgummit, that man, he could he could pull a rabbit out of a hat. Hey, man, cool, Pern. And Dennis Ryan, is the good guy. Dennis is the hero a, of this narrative. I'm going to start being Ross an F-bomb. Is the good guy just to... And drop no. an F-bomb on national TV. <laughs> no, Hendrick Motorsports that was, that is the is evil the empire. Worst time to cut to a radio in the history, <laughs> I think, of NASCAR. Right as Jimmy Johnson's blowing up motor coming to the... I think he was coming to the white flag. And it's just like, really? You chose to cut to the radio then when you knew there was going to be a curse word uttered? <laughs> I was asking for the knew. FCC fine. <laughs> right. All right, gentlemen. We're coming down to the uh, kind of the close of our show. We've got uh, about eight minutes or so left. Uh, we have a... Really big weekend of racing coming up, uh, not just in NASCAR. Uh, it's the biggest day of racing for the year. F1's in Monaco. 
uh, and we have uh, the Indy 500 as well as uh, the Coke 600 weekend in NASCAR. It's Memorial Day, gentlemen. We're getting ready for that. We're getting ready for uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, and we're going to do something a little bit different for our race picks. And I don't know if you guys uh, uh, keep up with IndyCar or F1, but I'm going to ask do, you I guys. Do. I'm going to ask you guys for a pick, uh, not just for the NASCAR races uh, this weekend, but also just as a nice little bonus, we're going to do the Indy 500 and the Formula One race in Monaco as well. So, uh, <clears throat> Zach, you've had a lot of opinions, and I'm looking forward to hearing your uh, mm-hmm. your picks for this weekend. So, uh, I'll let you go first. Who are your picks? Uh, All right, we'll we'll go. Uh, it'll go in order of the day Sunday. So we'll start with the F1 race. Obviously, Max Verstappen's the low hanging fruit, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and take. I'm going to go ahead and take Checo, his teammate this weekend. I feel like. You know, I, this is showing Ocheco's last chances to kind of make this championship competitive at F1. So that's going to be my pick there. As for IndyCar, I feel like I, I feel I have a strong feeling about, you know, the Hondas and everything. I, I'm i really feeling like, man, I, I you know, I normally default to Scott Dixon, but I think that uh, we're going to have a five time Indy 500 champion. And I think it's going to be. My favorite IndyCar driver of all time, not named John Andretti, if you count him, uh, Elio Castro Neves. Um, as for the in the NASCAR world in the Trek series, um, damn, I was close with Carson Hosevar winning last weekend. Um, I just want to shout out Carson Hosevar for going toe-to-toe with Kyle Larson and not looking like a fool. Um, give me uh, Nick Sanchez. I know I picked him a few times. He's Mostly shined to me on the intermediate track. So here goes another intermediate track with a chance for him to win. In the Xfinity series, I think I think Cole Custer finally returns to Xfinity series victory lane. I think some of his cup buddies in the driver's only broadcast uh, is going to help him out for some reason. And as for the cup series race, of course, Denny Hamlin is the defending winner. So he's a very tempting pick. Um, but there was one driver that dominated that night, um, and I think we're I think we're entering the summer of Larson. I really do. This is going to rival the 2021 season, I think, truly. Um, so if you're bored, you better hop out now. But I think Larson, I think Larson has a pretty dominant night most of the night in Charlotte, unless he, of course, speeds on pit road or something, you know, like he did last year. All pretty good picks. Dan, what say you? You've got uh, what picks do you have for this wonderful weekend of racing we've got? I, I'm, I'm going to go in the same order as far as like F1, then IndyCar, then truck and Xfinity. Um, I actually think it's going to be Fernando Alonso. Um, I've always been a fan of his. Um, I know he's gotten uh, a couple podiums already this season. Hasn't got a win yet, uh, but I, I feel like overall um, – Besides Red Bull, he's really the only one I think that has a shot at a win at all this season, much less at Monaco. Um, and I just can't take the low-hanging fruit of uh, Verstappen, personally. Uh, for IndyCar, um, Scott Dixon, I feel like, is always a favorite when it comes to, to Indy um, or any any race, really, on an oval for IndyCar. So um, I'm going to have to go with Scott Dixon there. Uh, for the Truck Series, I'm still eager to see who's going to be in the one truck. I don't think they've announced that yet. Uh, so I am you know, eager to see who that's going to be. But out of the ones that are already listed and ready to go, 
Um, I'm actually going to go with Nick Sanchez. I think overall um, he's pretty good at the mile and a half tracks. Uh, I felt like he did pretty good at Atlanta. Um, and I, I feel like overall he'll have a good shot. Plus he's pretty much in a KBM truck. So those are always a, a competitive uh, truck. Xfinity, um, I really don't have anybody sticking out to me. Uh, obviously John Hunter is going to be a favorite. Ty Gibbs is back in Xfinity in the 19 car. Um <sighs> Kyle Busch is in the 10 car, uh, but I really don't see anybody really sticking out. Obviously, Kyle Busch is, is probably going to be a lot of people's picks, um, but I'm going to actually go with Sammy Smith in the 18. Um, I think he is going to outdrive Kyle Busch for the win. Um, for the Cup Series, I I could see Larson winning it, like Zach said. I think I think that that's going to be a good race for him, um, but I, I, I think... It's going to come down to three drivers, personally. Um, I think it's going to be Larson. I think it's going to be Elliott. And I think it's going to be Joey Logano. Um, but out of those three, I'm going to have to lean towards Elliott. He hasn't got a win yet this season, and uh, he's he's trying to get back into to playoff form. Interesting picks here from Dan. Mike, I'm going to go to you next. Uh who do you have winning here for uh, for the weekend of racing? So, not going to lie, I had to Google because other than Max Verstappen, I couldn't tell you one driver in, in, in either of those other two. Hey, you can still take two. the low-hanging fruit. No one has for – You absolutely um, can. So, for IndyCar, I'm going to go with Marcus Erickson. I, I'm not even going to say I can see him winning because I have no idea what I'm talking about. So He won last year. And then for F1, I'm going to go with Sergio Perez. He's second in point standings. I think he'll knock off Verstappen this race. Still Red Bull. So as far as the truck race goes, I'm actually going to go with Matt Crafton. Um, For Xfinity, this one's a little bit more difficult for me to pick, but I'm going to pick him until he wins Justin Allgaier. <laughs> and I'm going to do the same thing with Cup, and I'm going to keep picking Kevin Harvick until he wins a freaking race. It might be a while. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He, hey got close, he got close <laughs> at Darlington. He did, but close only counts on horseshoes and hand grenades. I was kind of hoping he would he, he would have spun that Hendrick machine at the end and... <laughs> Well, I'm going to uh, – I'll go ahead and get into mine. Tom Willoughby, he said uh, said Carson Hosevar, Josh Berry, and William Byron, uh, a Chevy sweep for uh, for Charlotte uh, as far as NASCAR is concerned. I do like Tom's um, first uh, comment, though. It says, I love NASCAR, barely follow Indy, and can't even spell <laughs> F1. You know, this is the uh, – I watch the Indy 500 every year, uh, but this is really the first season that I've actually gotten into watching uh, pretty much every race uh, for IndyCar, and they've they've got some really good racing over there. So uh, Formula One, I find it a little bit harder to watch because at the first race this season, Max Verstappen went into the first corner, and that was it. So um, <laughs> that was pretty much the race. Yeah, well, that, so, and they're usually like it got off early in the morning. Yeah, they're, right, they're yeah. overseas. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm either asleep or I'm still awake. Not up that early, just still awake from the <laughs> yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. But, but 
that, uh, that party animal. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm going to go for Formula One. Nobody else took it. I'll take the low-hanging fruit. I'll go with Max Verstappen. <laughs> Max Verstappen. Uh, um, for IndyCar, I'm going to go with a driver that's shown a lot of speed. He was in the Fast Six. Uh, I'm going to go with Felix Rosenquist for, uh, for IndyCar. Uh, and for NASCAR, I'm going to go with Truck Series. Uh, gosh, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with Ben Rhodes. I think uh, he's... He's going to get it done for Xfinity. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm actually going to go with Tom. I'm going to say Josh Berry uh, gets it done uh, at Charlotte. And for Cup, I don't know why. i just going with the first driver that uh, that came off the top of my head. I'm going to say Christopher Bell uh, gets it done for the Coke 600. Uh, he was, when I started thinking about it, he was just the first driver that popped into my head, and I think he's going to get his first crown jewel victory. Uh, in the Cup Series. Uh, so those are my picks. Uh, let us know down in the comments uh, what you guys think about the racing this uh, this past weekend at North Wilkesboro and also what you guys think about this coming weekend. Uh, we will be live next Monday on Memorial Day, uh, so be sure to tune in with us there. Uh, we look forward to seeing all of you, and, of course, it'll be a fun holiday edition uh, of running on scuffs. We appreciate everybody being here tonight. Uh, it was a little bit of a crazy, uh, a little bit of a crazy show considering we didn't have a script and, and it seemed like everybody was kind of running in on, uh, on running on scuffs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Trying to, trying to get here. So, um, I think everybody, but, but Zach had a, had, you know, a, a busy day and evening and then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was at the all Harley drag races yesterday up in Norwalk, Ohio. So I'm sunburnt and worn out just from that. So I look, I had another, I had another night of, uh, of umpiring, uh, coach pitch baseball. So, uh, luckily I was able to make it back for this one, but we appreciate Why are you umpiring coach pitch baseball. It's because I get pitched. I get paid to do so. Uh, it's you still more... have to call in or like the safer outs and, I mean, yeah. there's still calls to be made. Still the coaches are. I don't know. Sorry. Why do I picture Justin just having one of the most no, the, outrageous strike three calls for he like does a little seven no. year old? No, I, I really don't. <laughs> no. I, I honestly, three. Honestly, honestly, I wouldn't know because the way that we, the way, the way that they play is, uh, it's like coach pitch, but it's like after so many pitches, they get to hit it off the tee. So. We oh, so you're with the little guys. It's five and six year olds. They're not. Yeah, you know, they're not. I I was uh, Dan and and Mike. You guys may have saw this. I said what I think I said this Friday. Uh, if you really want to feel old, the uh, the kids that I'm umpiring are were not born when Truex won his championship, and that makes me sad. So. <laughs> But yes, these poor terrible children. I don't, I don't, um, I don't, no, just no. It's not not the fact that they weren't able to see Truex win the championship, but just simply the fact that they're. It's been that long. It, it's been that long. Yeah. I mean, look, as of like as of like mid September last year, there were full fledged adults, twenty one years old, that were born after nine eleven happened. So. Yeah. Now we're getting. Now we're going to get into uh, and this one for Zach and I, who were born in '98. Uh, this one's going to be kind of weird. Uh, we're going to get. 
<laughs> no, Tom, I, I don't. I would get fired for that. Although what people don't know won't hurt them. <laughs> Listen, what's that? What what's in the Tervis cup is in the Tervis cup. They don't know. It's it's water. It's vodka. But, yeah. <laughs> but Zach, this is, this one will, will be interesting for you. I, there will be kids going into college this year who were not alive for Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Um, Listen, I graduated. The, I graduated the year Hurricane <laughs> Katrina happened. Can we not? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Thanks, that just Justin. Goes, uh, Thanks, bud. This. Do you feel old yet? That's. I, I've been I was, old. I was starting high school when two thousand five. I graduated in 07, so I would have been a sophomore in two thousand five. Oh. Yeah. Man, I'm wow. old. <laughs> Yes, you are. I, I graduated in May of 05. I was, I was, my brother graduated in 04. So if it makes you my, feel any better, you're only a year younger than my brother. My, my high school graduation literally happened the night of the all-star race. I was upset oh. and I listened to it on the way home in the car. As you should. I would have skipped the graduation, but. Yeah, who needs? Well, they'll mail me the diploma. I got NASCAR to watch. It was more for my parents the, than for me. You Tom know, they supported me. Tom, parents of five and six year olds, they're they're gonna be mad at you either way. It doesn't matter what they think you are. Let me That's tell you, those true. moms are probably yes. spiking their their Sonic drinks though. So don't oh, you worry I about it. I guarantee you, the moms are drinking. Uh, some of them the, da- the dads for not sure. from college, Tom. Not from college. <laughs> the, the dads for the dads for sure. It was adult the dad, ed. No, <laughs> the, da- the dads didn't want to be there anyways. That, that is true. But anyways, um, we're glad to have everybody with us here tonight. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get some our, our closing comments, uh, starting with uh, Mr. Mike Daphner. Uh, I know you kind of came in late, but uh, we're glad to have you here with us. Uh, what are your closing remarks, sir? The all-star race was trash. It wasn't the track. It wasn't It wasn't the setup. It wasn't it, or it was the setup. That's the problem. We need to, we need a good short car or short track package and we ain't got one, but whatever. Raise hail, praise Dale. <laughs> Dan, you, you like, you disagreed and then you like started to agree, like on the tail end of the sentence. It was like you, but. What no, say uh, you for your closing remarks? I, I agree. Um, I I actually enjoyed the All Star Race. Um, I once when they announced it was going to be at North Wilkesboro, I was excited. Um, I don't remember ever watching any races live there, but I was alive. I was nine years old the last time they raced there. Um, but I I was excited to see it back. Uh, ho- hopefully next year. Um, I. I I don't care if it's a points-paying race or not. Personally, I just, I just, I want to see them back there again. Um, whether it's Truck Xfinity Cup, I, I don't care. I just want one of the major series there, if not two of them there, uh, next season. Um, agree, the package is crap. Uh, not just at North Wilkesboro, but Richmond, um, Phoenix, honestly, and uh, Martinsville, but uh, and New Hampshire, kind of. But uh, hopefully, they'll get that figured out before we we uh, get into next season. Uh, and and uh, it becomes a better race at those tracks. Uh, but no, as always, I want to say thank you guys for tuning in, hanging out with us for you know the hour plus. Uh, sorry, I was a little bit late for whatever reason. The laptop decided, hey, I don't have a camera attached that's built into the laptop, so I don't know. It just took me an extra few minutes. I had to kind of shut it all back down and come back in. But uh, thanks for coming in, uh, hanging out, enjoy talking NASCAR with you guys. 
and I uh, hope to see you again next week. Don't know what my plans are. I know it's a holiday. I'll be off work that day, but we shall see. But hopefully we'll see you guys soon. Me too. You can come inebriated, Dan. It's okay. Ooh, can... that'll be a good oh, show. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, just, nah, that's that's it, after that. <laughs> if I if I think it goes too far, I'll just take you. I'll just take you off the. No, I, even when I'm inebriated, I'm still a fun guy. Like I don't I don't, I don't cross that line. I'm I'm a good guy. <laughs> uh, that you remember, Mr. Zach Bell. I know you didn't get the. Uh, I know you didn't get the guest appearance from Mama Seeger that you wanted last week. That's right. I watched uh, <laughs> from. Last week, right. I, but uh, I know you didn't get Mama Seeger on like you wanted to, but you did get me back. Uh, but you did really well as the host last week, and uh, thank you for uh, being prepared to uh, to go solo as you thought you might have been a few minutes before uh, before the show. So uh, we appreciate you, uh, Zach. Do you have a signature uh, sign off to hit us with? I do, and listen, all of you listeners should probably be grateful that they did show up. Because if it was just me, we would have gotten to know each other very, very well. But you slide to his DMs. They already do. Oh, I'm, I'm kidding. Nobody's nobody's popped in yet, <laughs> but they're always open. They're always open and available for any sort of conversation you may damn or want to please yourself with. Anyways, of course, I want to shout out my parents, right? Uh, you know, we end up, I end up watching a lot of the racing this weekend with them. And, um, of course, coming up on Memorial Day, you know, another great holiday to spend with some family and friends. So, with that being said, um, support, thank you to my parents for supporting my racing addiction. Um, and enjoy racing uh, racing Christmas, everybody. It's what a nice Sunday is. To all your family members, all your loved ones, you're not talking to them. You don't like them. You don't want to spend time with them. You'll see them on Monday. But Sunday, Sunday is for the vroom vrooms and the woo woos. Tom is killing it. <laughs> I love it, Tom. I love it. We need to make. We need to get somebody to do an edit. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think Ross Chastain kind of kind of had the tough guy attitude simply with the punch to Noah Gregson. Like, I mean, just straight up clocked him. Do we think that's why Noah Gregson won the fan vote? Because he was able to take the punch from from Ross. Oh, I absolutely think think <laughs> Noah Gregson should that had send, something to do with it. I, I absolutely think Noah Gregson should send Ross Chastain a Christmas card for getting him, <laughs> or at least a watermelon. Hold on, hold on. If that hold didn't ha- if that didn't happen, it was certainly going to be Corey LaJoy. Absolutely. No, nah, it was going to be Riley Herbst. <laughs> but, anyways, that's uh, we'll we'll save that debate for for another day. Um, nonetheless uh we appreciate everybody for tuning in we're glad to have all of you with us and we hope that you guys will tune in next week uh for our special memorial day edition of the show we look forward to seeing you there and uh we will uh see you guys on the next episode of running on scuffs